we are Squawking Dead. And it's good to be back again. Welcome to our new live stream format. It looks kind of cool. The ladies can't see it yet, but they will eventually. <laughs> Welcome to TWD Season 10. We're going to do a little house cleaning. I'm going to explain why I'm not on the video for now. But in the meantime, we've got a couple things coming up. Uh, if you missed it, I did do a live stream of our uh, New York Comic Con panel last Thursday night with Oscar Rod. Rodriguez, Elise Dufour, and hosted by me, Meg the Geek. And it's all thanks to BMNY Deadcast Chris. So thank him. Uh, I thank him. Meg thanks him. We're all thanking him. It, it went really well. Uh, the live stream is kind of wonky. We had to use a webcam. The audio is okay. You're going to have to you know, slide the volume up and down every now and again. But we got the live footage. We're basically in the process of processing all that. And eventually, I am going to release an audio version of that once we get the better audio. We have some shotgun mics set up. We have um, a couple cams. New York Comic Con actually filmed it as well. So if I can get that copy, that's probably going to be way better. That'd be awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of cool. They had, they had a really good production behind them. But who knows when they'll come out because I looked at their previous uh, videos on YouTube and it just like, it looks as though it comes out a couple months after or something like that. Maybe to kind of extend the hype. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, coming up, and I'm saying this at the top of the show, prior to Camp, to um, Walker Stalker Con, why don't you all head down to Camp Merrimack Fall Bash? It's the Thursday night before Walker Stalker where I think, Carol, let's get an answer from you now. Put you in the hot seat. Right? Be there. I will do my best. It depends on how soon I can get there from Miami based on flights, but I really do want to come. So okay. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. And what it is, it's a charity bash. It's basically an intimate setting at Jacob's Table in Sonoy, Georgia. And we've got a couple of high profile cast members like Kari Payton, Cooper Andrews, and a bunch of other really sweet, awesome second stringers like um, all the actresses that plays Birdie, Karen Cisse, and Mary. Marisol Correa from Oceanside and uh, Sabrina Generino, who played Tamiel at the junk, uh, the heaps and, uh, and just so much more. Uh, it's really intimate. It's a great gathering. Uh, it's down in Snowy, Georgia, uh, the night before, uh, starting at 5 p.m., I think. And there's some photo ops that you can purchase with Kari and the kingdom and et cetera, like solo group photo ops. It's going to be great. It's for really good causes, some really good charities that uh, I outlined, I think, in the last episode. No, the episode before last, covering the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. It's right at the beginning. So if you, um, we kind of go into the charities. We kind of go into what it's about, when it happens. There are two ticket options. The, the descriptions, the links to which are in the last few broadcasts and episode descriptions and even blogs. If you don't want to go to the YouTube or Facebook, just head to the website, which is newly revamped, Squawking Dead com has updated its uh, banners, its colors, all that stuff to reflect The Walking Dead Season 10. Uh, banner is provided by none other than Freakish Order, my girl Steph. Um, we're going to be updating all our social media and I mean, it's going to be great. I have like specific like um, avatar icons now for like Facebook and Twitter and banners and, and like different configurations of the banner that we're using. It's so cool. Like if you go there now, if you go to squawkingdead.com right now, 
now, you'll see you'll see what it's going to kind of look like on the social medias, the uh, the avatars and all that stuff. But in the meantime, head to squawkingdead.com if you want to get the goods on the links um, to the Camp Merrimack Fall Bash. Um, it is literally campmerrimack.com slash fall, and that should be it. Um, and yes, you heard it. We're going to be at Walker Stalker. We have press passes. We have a table. I just got the info for our table, which is 225, I believe. Uh, I'm doing this off the top of my dome. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that all that stuff's finalized. We're ready to rock. It's kind of part and parcel to why I am not on the broadcast. Nisa pointed out something very, very important. And that is, why is Dave's camera not on? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a kind of a story. So um, after the New York Comic Con post bliss, uh, I realized that, you know, we could maybe get this to be one of those things where we were really, really close. I mean, we we're like less than 100 followers away on Instagram from 1,000. And part of the giveaway, which I will say right now, is the We Are Squawking Dead Road to Thousands giveaway. You can also get that at squawkingdead.com and it just should load up right there. Weeks. Um, part of that giveaway is that if we reach a thousand followers or subscribers or something like that, basically we would open more winner slots. Now, what we hadn't done until now, and you know, this is I don't this is kind of my failing a little bit, but you know, it, it's I don't really push squawking dead as much as I probably should. I don't tell you guys to share share videos and stuff like that or share podcasts or anything like that. Um, we don't make enough clips to kind of share around. Um, and so it's kind of one of those things where it's one of those things I just don't really do. If you like it, like it. If you don't, you don't. I kind of I engage. I, I try to reach out to other people through comments and stuff like that. And I don't really push people too hard. If you like it, come on along. Either way, I decided to say, fuck all that. <laughs> And I said, um, it's kind of a shame because I really want to give more to the fans who have sunk in their time uh, in the giveaway. And uh, for all those who did enter, um, I kind of wanted to see if I could open up another winner slot. Um, so there'd be two winners out of you know all the hundreds and hundreds of entrants. Um, so I decided to really, really push hard on trying to boost those numbers on at least Instagram because we were the closest to that thousand mark, right? So basically, I, I said, um, let's push this thing and, and see what happens. And then I got really, really nervous because I sent a little call to arms to 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 have people like ask other people to to follow along, you know, and, and share. But it's very grassroots. Yeah, yeah. And um, so there you go. I mean, like, and and that's the thing. Like, as as it got closer to TWD time, nine p.m. Eastern, I started getting really, really nervous. I mean, and I basically spent instead of like redoing the website, the social media, you know, doing a couple things. Like, I wanted to actually cut up the audio from what we had at the, on the live stream to do uh, episode 70, which is basically the New York Comic Con panel. I spent all day thanking people. Um, I'm, and this is not me being ungrateful. You can't see my face, but I'm like <laughs> genuinely there engaging with everybody, thanking them for sharing things out. I mean, we have like 40 shares on Facebook and I don't know who shared, you know, shares through their shares, but it was a lot. People shared it to groups. People shared it on Facebook. They reposted. They, they put it in their stories. I mean, it was really, really great. And so the bottom line was I kind of burnt myself out. I made it through the whole episode. I watched it. I retained it. Um, but like not even halfway through Talking Dead, I was done. I woke up. I, I So if you want the Cliff's notes to that, basically I wrote a whole post on how I woke up to find out that we actually made it past a thousand. Uh, and, you know... It, 
in the middle of the night, I'm like, okay, I got to change the giveaway from ended to like, okay, two weeks later. Uh, so the, the giveaway has been extended to uh, just after Walker Soccer Con, which is like 9 p.m., basically TWD time in two weeks, which is October 20th, 9 p.m. Uh, we added another winner slot. So do yourselves a favor. If you have already put in some entries to the giveaway, use the viral share option, generates a link that's specific to you. So when you share the giveaway, like let's say through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram, like you could put the your generated link in your Twitter bio, oh, sorry, your Instagram bio, and then have people click that link and it'll just go to the giveaway. And if they start entering, you get entries, you know, if they keep, you know, so it's really, it's a really great kind of idea to A, spread the word, which is really great uh, for us. It helps us reach those other thousands, but it's a really great way of, you know, scoring more entries, like way more entries. So uh, go ahead and do that um, as soon as you can. <laughs> and uh, and you, there are a lot of daily options like daily bonus entries. So, you know, come back every 24 hours and then you can score another entry point. And the best entry of all, and this is kind of like Carol's idea. And then I kind of took it to its nth degree, which is rating the podcast on Stitcher or Apple. Um, you basically just write something up, make sure to copy it before you post it to Apple or Stitcher, uh, and then make sure to paste it into the box to confirm validation. And I check up on it in a couple days and make sure it's posted. And if it is, you get five entry points. So you can do that every single day and you will get five entry points for every single day. It's kind of better than that daily bonus option. So I know why you guys are wasting your time on that. I mean, it's a little bit of work. It's a little bit of typing, but if you got the time and you want to win that shout out from a cast member, 30 different cast members that we have currently listed, I will be looking to see if we have more. And as a thank you to everybody, I will be, I will also be cutting up a new video featuring the recently added Thora Birch and Xander Berkeley. So, Oh, you're dude. You're yes, man. <laughs> exactly. So I will cut those up. Um, now there's another reason why we had to broadcast tonight. We're not going, we're not doing that new format that we, uh, that we proposed. Uh, partially it's because of the Jewish holidays. I was not ready for tonight, but ready or not here, Carol and Rachel come because uh, I, need, I needed more time for notes. And lo and behold, um, uh, tomorrow night would have been Yom Kippur. Wednesday, I would not have been ready to to, to do a, a live broadcast just after um, Yom Kippur. And then Thursday comes around. It's like, well, let's just get the show on the road. I've got two incredibly talented, well-versed, excellent hosts that can do you know, better than I can. You know, And obviously, I'm cleaning house, and then I'm going to shut the fuck up and let them, let them get the show on the road. Um, and so I say, you know, let's get the episode out the door, at least on, um, on the live streams. And then what I can do is just cut it up and I'll see if I can post the audio podcast tomorrow. If not, we'll have it out the door on Thursday. Basically, I'll start Wednesday night and then we'll see what happens. Uh, so without further ado, and sorry for taking so long, there's a lot of house cleaning because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of cool things happening, I got to say. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And speaking of cool things, we have tons and tons of things to give out at our table at Walker Stalker, including the, uh, the StabCon stickers. Uh, and for now... I have a bunch of buttons, magnets, and stickers, uh, like regular stickers of our of our uh, podcast. So that's going to be really, really great. And I've got a couple of other surprises in store, especially for the trick-or-treaters on Saturday. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool if I can pull this off. And I also have something that people, I'm working on something that people have been requesting. And it's a lot of people have been ordering the StabCon merchandise, like a lot of the t-shirts.
tickets. I had two baseball tee orders uh, last night. And so there's real interest. And if you guys are really, really interested in the StabCon merchandise, uh, which is, it's basically a, a rip on the, uh, the Scream movies, basically the movie within a movie that is Stab. And yeah. uh, so we created <laughs> t-shirts based on that so that you can wear that on the 90s after party, which at least I will be attending. I don't know if you ladies bought the tickets to that yet. Uh, I think they're still available, but if you do- What is that? That it's, I think that's, um, is that Friday night or Saturday night? I, I can't remember, but oh, that uh, must be what Kelsey was talking about. Okay, no, yeah. I haven't bought tickets yet, but oh, do that, I would like, do that. I would like to, yeah. So it's basically a 90s after party. So think 90s, get dressed, I'll bring my tracksuit, uh, wear your Delia's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Delia's. <laughs> I had sisters, I know, and um, yeah, and and if you want and if you can, uh, order, I would recommend you order your StabCon merchandise today. And if you do, and you're really interested in it and you have the money, expedited shipping for sure. It, and that's the that way you'll, you'll be guaranteed to get it on time. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I wanted to add, I will be working with Public to see if I can do a wholesale order and order it straight mm-hmm. to my hotel. I'll be ordering like uh, basically larges, extra larges and XXLs. So um, yes, Tom, Cavaricci jeans. Yes, exactly. Man, that man grew up in New York. <laughs> or at least in New Jersey. <laughs> Z Cavaricci. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, on the ones and twos, um, yeah, where you could fit basically two legs and one pant leg. Uh, anyway, so I had promised Tom that I would announce his Fear the Walking Dead yes. panel on Sunday. Yeah, right, which is super exciting. That's like monumental. He's doing a Fear the Walking Dead panel on Sunday. Um, Tom has been a major booster of Fear the Walking Dead yes. to oh, the yeah. point where he has a sick, and I say sick because I never say sick, awesome set of tattoos oh yeah yes of all the cast members um and so uh yes catch that on at walker stalker uh thomas omara it's at 1 p.m (laughs) on sunday yay is there a list of is there a list of all the panels someplace there should be at some point i don't know if they have all the programming done but it will be okay yeah i think they're still adding like things here and there like it's still not like super fleshed out okay uh that's about it so without further ado twd season 10 season premiere take it away ladies I will be in the background answering your chats and I will I will basically try to relate to the ladies as well I can. So you're still going to be the voice of God throughout all of this. I will right? be the voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get started. Yeah. So, well, we were talking before we started rolling about just the way this episode started. <laughs> Like literally I was sitting, like I'm, I'm all excited. I'm ready to watch this. Like I'm sitting in my living room, the house is asleep. So I'm like, okay, perfect. You know? So it's like, all of a sudden it's like, I see this satellite orbiting like the earth. I was like, what is that about? I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you know? And then it's like, okay, we cut to like, you know, the ocean scene, you know, and you see a walker coming out of the ocean. And my immediate thought was like, oh my God, are these like astronaut walkers? <laughs> Like, like I literally paused and I wanted to take a look at what was around him because I was like, is that like the space suit? Like, is that what? And like, <laughs> and obviously oh like it became gosh. clear like as I so I really was like, wait, were these astronauts that were in the space? <laughs> That's kind of cool. Okay. Like I was totally in it. Totally. Right. <laughs> Russian spacewalkers too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's be too. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, that's oh my territory, okay. <laughs> now, did you see the picture? I, I, I can't remember if it was pictures or, or a short little clip of the table read that was going around yeah. a few weeks ago. And in the background were the like scene images uh-huh. and, the, and you could, and you could see a satellite and then a fire back there too. So oh, I kind of had it. So I kind of like was expecting it to show up at some point. I didn't think it would yeah. be like, boom, first thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, okay, satellites. Hmm, how's this going to tie in? Yeah. <laughs> but they did it. I was surprised how, like, off the bat, just a lot of the scenes from the trailer we got in this first episode. Oh, yeah. Almost all of them. Almost like, all of them yeah. were in this first episode. And that was the thing. Like, that first scene that they call Training Day. Training like, Day, I yeah. I thought from the trailer that that was going to be, like, an epic showdown between, like... <laughs> our guys and like the whispers and it's like oh no it was just training okay literally training yeah i totally thought it was going to be sort of a play on words too like training day like throw them to the wolves and figure it out but no it was it was legitimately training it was legitimately training you know which was kind of cool to see like all right they have like real like tactics and and, like how they're approaching this or whatever and so that that was kind of cool it was kind of cool to see you know like that whole sort of like setup and stuff and then you kind of like see that you know, um, what is it like a, a whisper mass washes up and that's what takes us like into the credits and stuff. Mm-hmm. The credits were cool. I thought like some of like the updates to the credits were pretty cool. Yeah. Like I like how they added in Rick's like last scene on the bridge. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yep. Cause he's and like, always, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> he's like always present. I kind of like that Rick, like the, the whole like Rick Grimes, like persona, yeah. like is still like there, you know, cause Very I much. on how that's going to tie into like Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sure, sure. But, oh, I, there have been too many theories on, on Michonne leaving. I mean, I could think of a hundred right now. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the training day. I think it showed... Um, it definitely, in its own way, showed um, time passing because yeah. they are now this unified front um, and they work so seamlessly together. They're like a machine. I mean, they have these commands that they just holler out and people, you know, do what they're told. They're, they're a little army. So, I mean, you yeah. can tell that time was put into that. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like now we're like at the point where, you know, we're kind of pretty much out of like the whole guns and ammo thing. So it's all like melee weapons. So it's mm-hmm. like, like elaborate shields with spikes. And I guess we'll <laughs> see all of like Aaron's like attachments and stuff. Right. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's going to be cool to yeah. see. So yes. like, yeah, it's, it's cool to see like how they've got it all like synchronized. And I don't know the the whole episode was interesting how they divided it up into segments to kind of, mm-hmm. cause we kind of were able to see through that what was going on with everybody. Yeah. Like, it was like we got pretty much like a glimpse of like, all right, this is what's going on here. You know, like at Oceanside, well, well they were at Oceanside training. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the Oceanside group. And then you had like Daryl was there. Michonne was there. What was it? Like King Ezekiel was there. Jerry was there. Yep. Um, oh, God. What was his name of the new group with uh, Umiko and Magna? Luke. Yes. Luke so the, Luke was there putting the moves on Jules. I was going to say, yeah, like very brazenly. Like. <laughs> He was so cute, though. He's like, um, are you, are you flirting? Okay, good. Yes, 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 I am. Oh, good. Because I was, too. (laughs) By the way, and you noticed uh, Dan Dan Fogler's weight loss? Weight loss, yeah. He so good. I did notice that. Yeah. I did notice that. Was he wearing a blazer? Yes, he was. Yes. (laughs) Like the sleeves rolled up like the Goldbergs, like in the 80s. Yes. I was like, really wearing a blazer at the ocean during a fight sequence in the post-apocalypse? world all right (laughs) he's got to look good while he's taking walkers down yeah yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, there was a, quite a lot of like kind of love interest in the air because there was that. And then we also got to see some of the whole like Daryl, Connie sort of vibe going on there too. Mm-hmm. As yep. subtle as it was, you know, like you saw like in his back pocket that he had a pamphlet <laughs> of like American Sign Language. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's kind. That's Daryl's version of flirting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that she said that he signs with a Southern accent. Right. I know that was so cute. <laughs> it, it is cute though. I mean, he really like, you can tell he has feelings for her, but he really doesn't know what to do. Like he really, he has no idea what to do. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was sad though about like her sister. Like it seems like, so like her hearing is starting yeah. to like generate more. That's, that was like, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what it looked like to me. And, and she made a comment and said, I don't know when it's going to happen. So it sounds yeah. like whatever is going on, she, she knows at some point her hearing will be completely gone. And of course, yeah. she's only worried about her sister. And Connie's like, Psh, yeah, see, I got like, this. Yeah, like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she yeah. does, though. I mean, yeah, no, she she's does. like, she's like one of the most martial like characters on the show. So Absolutely. she'll be good. But yeah, yeah, it's like we got to see like all of them. I love the scenes with Judith and RJ. Oh, they were so cute. Did you see did you see Judith's little sword flick in the beginning? Yeah. Just like Michonne does. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I freaked out, right? I'm like, oh, just like her mom. (laughs) So cute. Like I love it. With a little baby sword. She's yeah. So cool. Actually, it's a wajisaki. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's it a, is. There's a word. It's yes, a smaller it's sword than the katana. Right. Yes. It is. It's a. It's a thing. It's not just a mini version. It's an. It's its own thing. Thanks, sir. <laughs> right. I am the voice of God. <laughs> Yeah, that's that scene between Judith and RJ was so adorable too, and she's telling the story of Rick. Yeah. Now the only thing I didn't understand, and and maybe you can maybe you have an opinion on this. Why why not tell RJ it was his dad? Why are they calling him the brave man and not saying your dad was a hero? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they necessarily just said the brave man, like almost like a sort of story rather than like, you know, make, I mean, yeah, he is the legend, but kind of making him like this sort of like larger than life, like legend sort of instead of like, well, your father, unless they just feel like he's just too young to kind of like understand that this was your dad and this is what happened to him. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, because then he does bring him up to Michonne Lee like he says you know and my when she's talking about people you would do anything for and he's like like my dad and she's like yeah "Yeah." where did where do you where does he think he is Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I wonder if like they still haven't completely given up like potentially hope because they've never found like a body. Sure, sure. You know, as much as like Joe was like looking and looking and he just like never found anything. Yeah, and to call Rick the brave man in the story, Mm -hmm. that way it has an end. It has an ending. They don't just say the the brave man disappeared. We don't know where he is. They can. It it has an ending and a that yeah that could be it too. Just a hopeful story for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. But we see like them end up like radioing um, over to Alexandria. So here's a question. Like, I mean, we saw almost everybody, but like, I wonder what's going on at Hilltop now with the vacuum of like, Jesus is gone. Tara's gone. Yeah. I wonder what's like going on we there. We didn't see Hilltop today. No. No. Mm-mm. That's a good point. I didn't even, I am like, oh yeah, there's a whole other community we didn't even see. 
I was like, now, like I'm thinking about it right now. Like, I just yeah. popped this like, like, what's going on in the hilltop? Yeah, we really I mean, don't know who's running things over there either. No, because who was it at hilltop? There was, there was um, Tara. Tara was there, but the guy who was um, the former savior, what's his name? That DJ? was like for that spear. That had the Alden. Spear. Alden. Yeah. He was from Hilltop, right? Was he at Hilltop? He, he was, was a prisoner there. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's where he calls home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he stayed there after he was a prisoner. I'm not sure where he resides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> resides. <laughs> where he hangs yeah, his he boots. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, he was at like the fight seat, the, the training day. But yeah. other than that, it's like, I don't know anybody really at Hilltop at this point. Mm. None of the like main characters like even even Earl was was down at, down there fight. Well, no, he showed up later for the fire. Yeah, he was there at the yeah. fire. Huh. Huh. Something to pay attention to next time. Mm. I'm very, very excited to say that Ryan Hurst was in the main opening credits this season too. I did see that. I did see that. Upgraded. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Like it's interesting when you look at the credits because like even like Christian Serrato's Rosita, she's like up there. She was like like second or something. Like she was like all the way up there. I was like, wow, like that's so crazy. But she's been around for like Mm -hmm. a while now. So I was like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do that too. I pay attention to the order of the names and like where they're at in the title sequence. And like, yeah, I know. I, I just, I overthink way too much. <laughs> I, know, I do because sometimes I think too, like when they put like, oh, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm like, really just and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like he's not right. up there more. I don't know. Although, although a lot of times in shows, the and da 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 or with da 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 is more often the, like the biggest name in the title too. I've noticed uh, that in shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I always think like whenever they're just like, oh, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm like, okay, not just, like, <laughs> just not like an add-on, okay? Like he's kind of like. <laughs> he's a big like, deal. Exactly. It's like, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Do you so, not know JDM? <laughs> yeah. So I'm always like, really? Like, but maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like, yeah, there's like a certain kind of way to, it's like, oh, and introducing. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, that's true. I get it. But yeah. <laughs> They're like up there, like Samantha Morton was in the credits, Ryan Hurst was in the yeah. credits. I was like, wow, up there. It's a big deal when uh, villains make the credits. <laughs> that means they're going to be a while for a little bit. Yep. For a little bit. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and maybe like and they might switch it around too just to keep like them around a little bit longer instead of just like, because I feel like that's what happens in the comics a little bit. Like they get eliminated so quick because mm-hmm. I don't, because Alpha doesn't last all that long in the comics. No, no. She was, she was gone pretty quick. She was gone pretty quick. So yeah. like they might like switch things around a little bit just to like kind of get more out of it, you know, because sure. otherwise it's sort of like. I, kind of- I think Alpha is a character that can, can hang on for a long yeah. time. Like she, between her acting and the writing and everything that they can add in, I I mean, she could, yeah, her character could hang on for a really long time. They could do a lot more with her. Yeah, I think they could. How long was the governor around for? I feel like he was around for like... (laughs) He was he was there for at least a season and a half. Yeah. At least. Maybe even longer. Maybe even longer than that. But yeah, at least could, a season and a half. Yeah. Yeah. They could get more out of her for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And Side she's note. an amazing actor. I wonder how she's gonna handle like being at like the convention. Yeah. It's like a whole other like realm. Has she has she done other cons? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she has. I don't know. I don't think, she, I don't think she's done that circuit yet. See, mm. I don't. I don't think she's been in in anything else that like really has. Yeah, that really that has, has a this kind of like following. You know. Right. 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 Not a not a Comic Con following anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
I don't know. I hope I get to meet her or at least wave from afar. <laughs> I'll be that weirdo creeper. Come find me. <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> Bye. No. Did you used to watch did you ever watch SpongeBob? I still watch SpongeBob. <laughs> I have a I have a 10-year-old. <laughs> there was an episode of SpongeBob where he was obsessed with some cool guy named Pat. Was it Patrick? I don't remember what. It wasn't Patrick the Starfish. It was like another character. He was okay. obsessed with him and he would just show up all the time. <laughs> was like, and at one point he was like hyperventilating. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm SpongeBob when I meet Ryan Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. There's me. <laughs> oh God. Oh, but boy. yeah, it was the opening scene was cool. It was definitely cool. But then it's like, so they're mm-hmm. definitely using the radio. And so they radio back to like Alexandria about finding the mask and whatever. And so we get to see what's going on in Alexandria with like um, Father Gabriel. So Eugene is basically the pediatrician. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Or, or at least Coco's. I mean, I don't know if he would care that much about another baby, but at least her. Yeah, like they went through this whole like sequence where it's like he's charting her every like <laughs> development. He's like it was measuring so her leg. Cute. It was very cute because he's deadpan when he's doing it. Like there's oh, yeah. no expression on his face, but he's like measuring the leg, like the arm. <laughs> Just like, very, yeah, very doctory. Yeah, very doctory, like charting sleep cycles and like feeding. Diaper changes. Diaper changing. Oh my god! He's goodness. not even like in it like that. And he's like the father. He's like, oh, okay. and I was like, when he was explaining all this to him, I'm like, wait a second, Sadiq's a medic, isn't he? <laughs> like, he's a doctor. Like, right. I don't think you need to school him on all this, right? right. Well, <laughs> but he's also a parent too now. So I mean, that right. kind of yeah, that kind of jumps ahead. I'm pretty sure where where. Oh, yeah. I called him Nanny Eugene in my notes. <laughs> I like how um, Luke referred to Eugene as Eugenius. Yeah, that was that. cool. I, I like that like nickname. That. Yeah. I was like, that is great. Eugenius. Like Eugenius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. I did like that. That was a good one. I was like, that's that's how he should be known forevermore, like right. Eugenius. But I love how he was like schooling Sadiq and all this stuff or whatever. Rosita's just like kickboxing the hell out of like <laughs> right. boxing, like the boxing bag, whatever. Like the- <laughs> I was like, okay. And Sadiq's like, is he, I don't know. It seems like they've got this kind of weird dynamic going on. It's like Father Gabriel's like there, but like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like Rosita's relationship with any of them is really all that. I don't know. Like Romantic? <laughs> no. Yeah. It seems no. Like, no. no. Like she's just kind of like training like the hell in like the other room. Yeah. And then like Father Gabriel's doing his thing. Sadiq is just kind of getting into this parenting thing. And Eugene <laughs> kind of like the, the nanny. <laughs> the nanny he is he really is the nanny yeah he basically yeah. I, is i don't know about you but i i i'm still not a fan of of rosita and gabriel together it's just no. too odd too odd for me sense. when they no. did that whole pairing i was like i don't mm. understand i don't it. see it <laughs> I just oh, don't okay. see it. You, you quiet up. You quiet up there, God. Let's talk more about how much we don't like this relationship. 
man. Do you have something to say, God? Like, <laughs> God shows heard. restraint. <laughs> I, it just doesn't make sense for me. I don't know. It I just doesn't. don't. I just don't. It feels I can't, forced. I can't, yeah, I can't wrap my head around it. No. I will tell you who I was very excited to see. Dante. That was oh like. Oh, my gosh. I he's was, right out of the comics, too. Perfect, dude. He was so perfect. perfect. When he walked in, I was like, dude, you couldn't have casted a better Dante. He For even those who looks the, like him. Looks yeah. like him. He has the same swagger. Oh, my gosh. Approach. I was like, this yep. nailed it. You guys nailed it. Like yes. this one, you got it. I, I don't, I'm not even sure who the actor is. Do you know who the actor oh. is? Juan Javier no Can- Cardenas. Okay. I thank think. you, God. Okay. <laughs> God has spoken. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he was he was absolutely perfect. He looks just like him, that, that cocky pompous attitude like oh he's just perfect i cannot wait to see more from him that was like one of like a big highlight for me when he walked in and introduced himself i was like oh he's here right i was like you have big scenes coming up especially knowing that maggie is coming back i was like okay okay i'm seeing this all come together all right Ooh, so, oh my gosh that was awesome so but the only was he a doctor in the comics i don't remember him being no, a doctor no he was that just was a dude thing. that was yeah. the only thing that was different like i mean because they never really got into like his i guess pre-apocalyptic life like basically mm-hmm. we just know like that he was like a fighter you know yeah. but that's but that's about it you know so yeah but i was like you but got that's him cool. yeah i was like this is cool like give I him like more it. substance that's cool like but yeah. you got it. They got it perfectly. But the crazy thing was, it's like Sadiq has some serious, like post-traumatic stress, man. Oh, like, big time. Yep. Big time. Big time. I'm almost wondering that whole thing with the spider. And mm-hmm. then when he, when he flashed back to the barn and then we see the yeah. spider in the web, the I almost, I almost wonder if that's him like freezing. Like Maybe. he had a, like he had a moment where he just froze and didn't fight back. Yeah. And that, and like, did. I don't know. I don't know. And, and that could, yeah, and that would definitely give you PTSD. I mean, PTSD and and guilt and yeah. having the flashbacks. I mean, what if he froze? What if he didn't yeah. do anything? Yeah, he probably still remembers, kind of like, or maybe he like had a moment of like self preservation and he just kind of saves himself or hid yeah, or whatever. Hid. And he has he has guilt knowing that like he didn't do anything. Like everybody else was kind of like fighting together to kind mm-hmm. of try and defeat them, and he just didn't. froze and like. I don't know, maybe it was like cowardly or hit or something, whatever, you know, and he's still kind of like dealing with like, you know, like the after effects of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because obviously like it's still like really like weighing on his head. Yeah. So I want to go back to, I guess it would have been the last episode of nine when Alpha walks into the barn and everybody's there. I'm like, I'm like 95% sure she has her normal, normal Alpha outfit on, like the black and the black jeans and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, and then in Sadiq's flat, Flashback, we see her with the machete and she's wearing her green Debbie dress. Is she wearing the green Debbie dress? Really? She is. Mm. And so now I want to go back and, and see if I saw what I thought I saw or if she's well, wearing she the dress when she comes into the barn. When she walked into the barn, she was wearing her regular like alpha clothes. Like I remember okay. that. Yeah. But in That's Sadiq's good. flashback, she's wearing the green Debbie dress. Mm. Could could so be on, an on purpose thing, yeah. you know, mistake. Mm. Like he's remembering it wrong. Yeah. Which can happen, by the way. 
Jewish. Oh, 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 yeah, and traumatic. Of, absolutely. But mm-hmm. but if that's the case, I mean, what amazing attention to detail to like throw something like that in that you know maybe not everybody would catch. But I'm psycho, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom just said uh, Sadiq gonna get Gabriel's comic death. Why don't you talk about that? Oh, Ooh. well, somebody's getting that epic death. Somebody's getting that. I a hundred percent agree that somebody's gonna get it. It might be Sadiq. It could I, be. You know why? Because mm. I could see Sadiq trying to redeem himself from mm-hmm. like maybe not acting in the barn mm-hmm. and like kind of like fighting in the whisper, the eventual conflict with the whispers. Like I could see Sadiq maybe wanting to take a more active role because he didn't when he was in the barn. And that leads to maybe potentially like him having that epic death, you know? Sure. So I could see that. I, I, yep. I could definitely see that. Somebody's getting that death. Oh, I also made a note when um, Michonne and Aaron were on the bridge in that close call. Did you see yes. the bite? The walker bite his, his yes. arm? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I, I was like, dude, you like when Michonne went to the bridge and was like, well, that was stupid. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Because if you didn't have that like metal attachment, you'd be gone. Yeah. That would be yep, it. Pretty much. <laughs> I also kind of had a, a, a funny thought, but when she says, well, she's saying, you know, don't start anything because they have a nuclear weapon, right? Talking about right. the massive walker herd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, but they don't know that we have a nuclear weapon too called Negan. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But they don't understand, like, I don't think that they're fully understanding the potential of their weapon yet. They're, like, <laughs> not utilizing their, their weapon yet. Like, yeah. it's Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah. Negan is like be. Hiroshima. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Nagasaki. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know, though. It kind of seems like he's not wanting to, to get involved. I mean, that whole scene with him and Gabe in the in the jail, too. I took mm-hmm. that a couple different ways, though. Mm-hmm. When he said, you know, I don't want to move from us to them. Did he mean to, a, to, to being viewed as a villain again or to be used mm. like as a soldier? I kind of took that both ways and it could have, I don't know. How did you take that scene? Mm. Could have been like as a villain. Like he's worked so hard to, to prove that he's... Yeah. safe to be around you know he doesn't yeah. want to be considered a villain anymore yeah and, n- and now that these bad guys are coming around again people are going to remember what negan did mm-hmm. that was kind of my I first thought i could see potentially that like he's definitely he's definitely earned certain privileges after like saving um judith and and all of that mm-hmm. during like the storm so like they've mm-hmm. definitely loosened the grips and he's like out obviously <laughs> still like with an armed security guard basically <laughs> like guard. <laughs> yeah, watching him, you know, while he's like gardening and all that. But like, you know, he, I think that he doesn't want to kind of like regress back to that, you know, yeah. but he's like, people get nervous. And I mean, yeah. and I guess it's also kind of like, he knows like when people get scared, people kind of make certain judgment calls and decisions out of fear and, mm. and just, you know, the whole self-preservation thing too. Like when Lydia was out there and, you know, she was kind of told her, watch your back because mm-hmm. basically he knows it's like okay if they're on alert because of your people they're gonna come after they're they're gonna be mindful of you even yeah. though maybe you're technically one of us it's like eh, you know they're, yep. they're they're gonna be watching you like a hawk you know absolutely yeah so yeah they're still no matter what they're still you know they're still outsiders right and when and when things start to turn they'll be the first two that people start glaring at yeah they're gonna be yeah. the first two that that people are gonna start suspecting like negan and her yeah. because of 
like they're where they're coming from, you know? Sure. So, All their history. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows yeah. more than anybody, which is why he kind of like, <laughs> <gave it up. laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? So, yeah. but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Sadiq's, kind of trajectory goes like knowing that he has all this trauma maybe we find out more about what happened you know that yeah. evening because i feel like we had a lot of questions about what ha- like how did this happen how did they lure all these all of them into that barn like mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing so I hope, maybe i hope his flashbacks are true of of what happened that way we do get a, a look at what happened in the barn you know because yeah right now we, we've got nothing except the story he told at the end of the right. season i would like mm-hmm. to i would like to see little snippets of this <laughs> Yeah. And there were a lot of like um, theories that floated around at the time of like, well, can we truck? Can we trust what Sadiq's saying? Like mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. I mean, you know, maybe not from a malicious intent, but maybe just from a traumatic extent. I mean, who knows? I think those are still very valid questions. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we really don't know what happened. You know, there was a theory yeah. that Sadiq is like, you know, a mole back, you know, right. for Alpha. I mean, at, at this point, I really think anything's possible. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I really think anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, and I can I can easily see if as this season is about like paranoia and propaganda oh. that they're gonna mm-hmm. just look at every either outsider or anybody who's suspicious as one of those people. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and Sadiq would fall into that category, yeah, having been the only survivor, mm-hmm. which is yeah, sad too. Exactly, it's sad. Maybe. But it's like automatically <laughs> like, but people look at automatically and they wonder like, wait, how are you like the lone survivor? survival you know like bruce willis and unbreakable you know it's like how are you like the lone person and it's not really it doesn't seem to be alpha's style to leave somebody alive to leave a message you know the the heads were the message right exactly (laughs) exactly so that kind of makes you wonder too yeah yeah but one of like the things that i well one of the people that i was so happy to see was carol came back (gasps) right i was like she came she came back just like Michonne did in the I book. In the books. <laughs> I firmly believe. I know. She, I was hoping that she'd be like holding on to like the pole, sort of like the wind in her hair because yeah. she still has her long hair. Like, yeah. but still, it was cool. But it was cool. I think that boat is going to totally figure into Michonne's exit. I know that Chris like had that oh. theory too, and I'm 150% behind it. I think Michonne goes off on that boat and sails off to find no. Rick. That's I my think. number one theory. She's going to get on a boat and go. And we'll get that Michonne shot. Just And actually, we, I, I think we've already seen it in the in the trailer. They, did we? I definitely saw We saw like, somebody. We saw somebody. two people two, we saw two people leaving on a boat and yes. it, to me, it looked like Michonne's hair. Mm. That was all I could see, but it, you know, my we, we see her. two people leaving though, so somebody's leaving. My money's right. on her. It just oh, makes sense. And that, that awkward conversation between her and Ezekiel I know oh, that, was <laughs> that, was that was so hard to watch. I was so the look on his face. I know that was some good acting. I have to say because oh. that's like convincing of someone who was not who did not want to break up and the other person who's just over it. Over it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good to see you. Uh, yeah. Bye. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're back. Oh. And he's like waiting for like a you know how have you been what have you been up to and he's no she's just like i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna go over here now oh my heart broke for him I feel awful, especially when it's like she's jumping into like Daryl's arms. I'm like, oh, right. 
at least like, she hugged Connie first. Yeah, that was yeah. like the only saving grace. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, no, she's happy to see everyone. And and honestly, like to me, Daryl and Carol, it's just a very deep friendship. I don't yeah. I don't see like anything beyond that. I just think that they get each other very, very well. Yeah. But even that whole scene in the trailer with the <laughs> I miss that, God. <laughs> Kindred spirits. Kindred there spirits. we go. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. But even that whole scene with them with like the friendship bracelets and all that, we got that in this episode too. Yep, yep. Crazy. But it was cute. It was cute that they had their like conversation. So I guess like we find out that she's been away for like three months or something. That's what yeah. she said. Something like yeah. that. And she tries to kind of convince like Daryl to go with her and kind of like, well, he says that he's not about the pirate life which (laughs) (laughs) but then she was like oh yeah well maybe then we then maybe not that we just go on your bike and just like go west and stuff you know so yeah it seems like she just wants to kind of like ride away from like any and all memories of like what happened before but i mean we've seen this from carol before too oh yeah like this isn't this isn't new behavior for her what's new is that she wants someone to come with her yeah this is the first time she's asked anyone to run away with her she usually yeah. does it on her own which yeah. i thought was a pretty big deal that, that i is- i think it shows growth for the character she's not feeling so lonesome anymore yeah i think that she knows that she needs her relationships and there's a very small circle of people who she trusts and obviously she trusts daryl more than anyone else oh for sure for her it's like if she were to go and some and she would want somebody to go with her that has her back like it would automatically be him Mm -hmm. and you know he actually like considers it and all of that you know but you know of course what interrupts all of these like little side stories and threads the freaking (laughs) space walkers walkers. (laughs) i have to actually let me actually cut in though uh because both Instagram and Facebook. So this is Thomas and I think uh, I think Nisa or Alani has said uh-huh. this. They had said that maybe Sadiq had be- had spared had begged them to spare, like led them to all these people to spare Rosita her life. Oh, like hmm. how, how did they get away? Wait, with one more it? time. How did they get away with taking all those people from the fair? Uh-huh. And Sadiq that they had, had somebody help that he kind of assisted oh. to, to spare Rosita hmm. from the pikes because Rosita hmm. definitely was supposed to be like if you were to go by the story, right? Mm-hmm. She should have been, and that was like a big expectation I had going into it was that like, well, this is this is going to happen. It's not going to be good, but this is oh, going to yeah. happen. Oh, if you would have asked me, I would have put money on Rosita being on a pike like yeah. i was that sure yeah so maybe yeah i mean potentially maybe in order to spare maybe. like her really the baby's life though right really i mean life yeah yeah huh yeah that is definitely a lot of, a, mm, a lot of brain yeah. explosion emojis <laughs> 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 on both sides <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was great too. I really like that. I mean, I I don't, can I weigh in on something? Of course. (laughs) I mean, I am God after all, but (laughs) I I really, really don't like the whole being suspicious, uh, suspicious of Sadiq thing because it really throws the whole character's raison d'etre like off because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you look at how he was born into this universe, it was the charity of Carl Carl Grimes. Right. Yeah. And the promise that he made to 
Rick and carrying on Rick's leg, you know, just trying to honor Carl, Carl's memory. And I just don't see that character doing something like that without some sort of like weird twisted rationale, but I just can't see it, you know? Wouldn't that be such a real world twist though? I mean, yes, <laughs> I, I, I would agree that that is kind of a weird world twist, but like, I don't know, it's still a television show. So yeah, there is still like an archetype of a character that plays into it. You don't see anything that leads up to the character doing something like that, possibly. Right. No. Especially right, when you no, consider no. his speech afterwards. You know what I mean? Like it's it right. seems to me that, that it just wouldn't be the case. I don't think I personally suspect Sadiq. Like I said, at this point, anything is possible. And I wouldn't be surprised to find out that this happened. I as of right now, I don't believe that he did. I mean, a lot of what because of what you just said. I mean, there is an, an honor that we have to pay to Carl and it would be and because it's a show and not real life if it were real life yes I then he would probably stab everyone in the back but this is a show and he has to pay you know (laughs) and he's trying to honor Carl but and so I think they will hopefully stay true to that but but I mean again like I would not be surprised at all to find out that something shady happened not at all and and maybe not even so much malicious but maybe Alpha put him in a in a an impossible situation maybe he made the the you know best of the worst choices too I could see that just out of like pure self-preservation or just mm-hmm. out of like survival or or to protect like Rosita or to protect the baby or something. Sure. Maybe he had to like make a decision that he's, that still haunts him to this day. You know, mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's still some weight to the argument that he hid when everybody was, was fighting and, and getting killed. He might've just froze and hid. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Like, I he mean, just, is he really uh, much of a fighter? Have we seen him fight too much? No, no, really. I mean, like when we I can't think him, of it. When we met him through Carl, he had set up those traps. Like he had set all those traps because like mm-hmm. his parents like believed in sort of like kind of releasing like the souls of these people. So he were kind of trap walkers and mm-hmm. then he would like kill them. But I mean, that's the extent of it. So it's not right. like he was like this sort of like fighter in the right. sense not of like hand to hand combat people. or anything. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, I mean, that may not be his, like, that may not be, like, his his territory. Like, I mean, Eugene, like, the same thing. Like, Eugene, right. we've seen Eugene make decisions in the past, like, purely out to protect himself, you know? And everybody like hated him for it or whatever, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't out of like malicious intent. It no. was just that he was scared. That was you know? his strength. He used his strengths to survive. And I think he, I think it's amazing that he did that. Honestly, I don't know how I would feel if, if he had fooled me, but watching the show, I think he is a eugenius for it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still here. He's still here. <laughs> Eugene's still here. Yeah. Cause he was smart. Yeah. It's and good funny. thing he is. It reminds me of, I remember watching, I think, Project Runway when it first came on, like (laughs) season one, side note. I promise not to go off on too many tangents. (laughs) I'm just surprised to hear Eugene and Runway model in the same, keep going, please. (laughs) Literally, I remember, you know, you start off with like, you know, 14 people, whatever. And at one point it was like down to like four or five. And at one point, one of the top guys, like he's talking to this other guy who was not admittedly as strong as a contestant at all <laughs> and he like tells him he's like yeah I was talking to someone so I was thinking to myself how are you still here <laughs> and that's like Eugene like you look at you like yeah. wow how are you still here you know yeah. the apocalypse been around for a while and Eugene is still here you yep. know 
he surrounds himself with very strong people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He does. He He's smart does. for it. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, I mean, I guess well, we, where last we oh. sense that uh, left off with spacewalkers. <laughs> yes. <Right? laughs> spacewalkers. 100%. It's getting you back on track. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, oh, by the way, Eddie's, say- Eddie's listening to us on a plane, by the way. Sorry. Uh-huh. He just yes, wanted to say that. Like I thought that, that was, I could insert that while I could. <laughs> That's very kind. So I, I think that almost brings us up to the point where I hard rolled my eyes. Okay. <laughs> when the satellite finally crashes. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> it was pretty intact, wasn't it? I'm sorry, but did anybody else have a problem that it was just laying nicely on the flat ground? I that thing say, came from space. It came from space and it and was it didn't very intact. Create a crater? Come on. We can dig yeah. a little hole. <laughs> I mean That's it. That's my only beef. I, I can I, mean, I can help you with that, but okay. Go for it. I mean, yeah. I mean we've we've I mean, we know a meteor took out the dinosaurs, so like <laughs> this <laughs> Like, thing landed, you know, created this fireball that burned like this forest. But the satellite itself was pretty intact. I mean, (laughs) they were like, hey, let's take some of the equipment from the satellite. Right. I mean, I realize it broke off into little pieces and everything, but but that the big hunk in the middle was that would have been a few feet in the ground. Yeah. (laughs) At least. Yeah, that was definitely a stretch. I was like, I I knew that you were going to mention something about that. I was like, did it have to do with the fire? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like, yeah, that was a little like, hmm. It took me me two watches to, to realize what Aaron was doing too with that group of people. His group was hand was doing what they were like doing. The- they were they were I I believe I, God can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I believe they were creating a, a trench for the runoff fuel, and then they were burning it so that the that so that the fire wouldn't spread to where the fuel had gotten to. Oh, okay. I knew like I was like they must be doing something to control it. I was yes. like that this has to be something about like controlling the blaze so it doesn't yes. spread. Exactly. Uh, yep. Okay. Backburn. Backburn. That's what he called it. Yeah. And something about a spine i didn't i don't speak fire i don't i didn't know what that meant Uh -uh. before it reaches the spine or something like that i don't i'm like words i don't don't know if that was the word they could be but yeah i don't know well that was the word they used in credit in the captions (laughs) i I don't know what it meant (laughs) well it could be where the where the nettles are in the dry you know drier Um, clearings of the the forest yeah so but i wanted to go back to the shuttle thing because what it happens when space shuttles fall from orbit. They don't go straight down. Right. So they're doing like a, a mm-hmm. asynchronous say a little asynchronous orbit with the Earth. So they kind of go in a rat lateral motion. So when they do fall to the Earth, they they do arc a bit as they reach the Earth because of gravity, you know, increasing mm-hmm. uh, exponentially or something like that. Um, but it still goes in a kind of arc. And so what happens is, and what I want to look at it because I still want to get notes just so I have it in my brain. Mm-hmm. But and I'm going to be paying attention to this now that you guys pointed it out. I do <laughs> want to see how the background looks at you know at, when they show because I saw some really good still shots of the mm. um, of the shuttle. You should, you should see a wide clearing behind it. Yeah, from was where there? It went I, not even if I, there wasn't. I wasn't, I I wasn't paying attention to behind it. I was yeah. I was more I was more looking at where it was sitting at. Yeah, and yeah. it was just gently placed right on the earth. 
<laughs> right. Well, I well there was a ditch. So there's a couple of things that I did see. So that I think what would happen is you'd have a little. It, it depends on how it falls, but like I can see easily it, at that speed, and you know, depending on how thick the forest is, it would have to go through plenty of trees to slow its slow its trajectory. Mm-hmm. And as it goes through a lot of the trees, that's why you won't see maybe a major clearing. Depending on the speed, it will basically cut the tree in half rather than take them all down. So, but as it gets closer to where the landing site is, that's when you'll see whole trees fall down because of the rate of the speed is going to be going slower. So mm. it's going to have more of a blunt force you know, rather than a, a high velocity impact. So, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, there is, it's look, there's obviously suspension of disbelief and, and all that stuff, but um, I will go back and I will try to see. And of course, we're going to totally forget about it by next week because I hear <laughs> the next couple <laughs> episodes are even better. So, um, mm. so we'll totally forget, but I do want to see that scene again now that you pointed it out. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's such a minor thing to complain about too. Yeah. I mean, that was literally no, the but that's only great. beef I had. I mean, if that's, yeah. if that's it, this, this episode was gold. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there was some pretty epic fight sequences too, in terms of like all the shots, like the slow motion shots of like during the fire of them, like taking out, like, because obviously like the fire tracks walkers. So you start to get mm-hmm. all these walkers that start like coming to the fire. And so they have to, you know, obviously there are some that are still controlling the fire and trying to put up the fire, but then like, you know, Daryl starts fighting, Michonne starts fighting. I mean, Carol also, they have some really kind of epic kills. During this, like, they had some really good shots of like Michonne with her sword. I feel like she cut off, like she cut off like the face of like one one of them. Mm-hmm. She like sliced some, like just literally like, <laughs> just scalp them. It was it was pretty cool. I like how they did the slow motion blood splatter too. Yes, <laughs> that was very artistic. I loved it. Was, it. They were very artistic kills. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. But, when I saw all the walkers coming towards the the fire, I, and I knew they were on Alpha's side, I did get a little bit worried that they were attracting her like her herd like all of those walkers yeah because that was their concern right when they were trying to like when the fire first started and they were and they had to kind of like flee from that area like magna was like well we're going into her territory so it's like this could be like viewed as like an act of aggression or whatever Mm -hmm. you know like so it could have been it would have been totally possible you know i was trying to think of like when carol there was one walker that carol like grabs and like yes was that a was that a whisper was that a person because i was like wait a second like why are we focusing so much on this like or unless it's just like the gratuitous violence aspect of it i don't know okay i guess i did i guess i did have two little beefs with this episode and that happens to be one of them as well so i okay now that you bring that up i i was pretty sure it was a a walker not a whisper but if it was a whisper my beef does holds no water because okay we're gonna get into walker science here right Right. The brain reanimates. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Like, <laughs> not the heart. Them. Like that the would not have been a kill. Like just slitting the throat. It wouldn't have killed him. And I don't think it would have sprayed like that either if the heart wasn't pumping. Yeah. I feel like they focused <laughs> on that for a reason. Like, well, I liked how it put the flames out. I thought they were going to do more of that. That was so yeah. cool. <laughs> it was really cool. And when she did so that, cool. when she did that, I thought more of them were going to, were going to grab walkers and use right. their blood to put the fire out yeah. but that didn't happen no, she didn't pumped happen. the stomach like a like a, like a fire <laughs> like, like an i mean i suppose she could have just gutted it right up the center and you know pushed it on the fire <laughs> we're so gross <laughs> 
you could listen, my Eddie would be so proud. Like I've come light years in terms of decent, like being desensitized to this. Like many years <laughs> would have been like, ah, now I'm like, yeah, yeah. And like, just <laughs> saying it like, like what I had for breakfast. Yeah. She just grabbed him and slit his throat. Like, but you know what? I take issue with that because <laughs> I'm <critiquing> this. <laughs> But it was, that was the thing Like they focused in on that. And I was like, oh, are they focusing on this for a reason? Like, is it that this is not a walker and this was a person? Like, you know what I mean? Because I was like, why are we focusing? And she even kind of stared at the, at the walker a little bit mm-hmm. afterwards. Like she kind of like paused. So I was like, was this a person then? I, I just, I just had an amazing thought. Mm-hmm. What if it, what if it's foreshadowing to how oh, she kills Alpha? <gasps> that highly possible, especially because we saw alpha basically decapitate that one chick like that yeah. crossed her so yeah. could be could be foreshadowing and eddie says eddie says you're a wimp when it comes to blood <laughs> but he, but i think he is proud of you he forgot to say that uh, <laughs> no i i admit that like i've always like yeah i i am not the best I, i'm okay for on this show i'm fine but but i feel like i've still come a long way i think i stand by that <laughs> I watch movies and I'm like, not enough blood. <laughs> then meanwhile, like, it's like you get a cut, you go to the dentist and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. I watch, I watch Saw and think it's weak. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the Saw movies. I... <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because it's like, I really do feel like I've come light years because when we like when we got married, we went on our honeymoon to Vegas because it was like we could afford it. We could swing and we we're like, fine, we'll go to Vegas for like the weekend or whatever. And we went to like this haunted house and literally this thing had me crying. Oh, no. Years. And now it's crazy because if I think back then to now, I'm like, that was like nothing in comparison to the kind of like shit I watch on a weekly basis now. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, well, what was my problem back then? (laughs) Yeah, like so bizarre. But yeah, this was this was kind of an all around sad episode for for Ezekiel. Did did you hear Did you hear what he said to Jerry? The the fire was the beginning of the end for the kingdom. Yeah, when he's like half dead like trying to put the yeah. fire out and oh mm-hmm. oh my gosh just every time i saw ezekiel my heart broke more yeah i'm more and more like you know what let the man have some happiness with michonne even if it's temporary <laughs> because like the poor guy is like he had he wears his heart on his sleeve you know he but oh i do want to say something oh. another point about ezekiel that he mentioned when they were talking what was it they were talking oh birds when they were on the dock oh and yeah they were shit and stuff and I said, what was it that he, like, oh, he was talking about when he was a zookeeper. Because mm-hmm. obviously when knew Ezekiel, like, that that was like, you know, he did like, you know, stage, you know, you know, uh, amateur theater, whatever. But like mm-hmm. his profession before the apocalypse was a zookeeper. And that's how he had, um, you know, um, Shiva. Shiva. Yeah. But he was saying that like, he never had a problems with tigers and lions or whatever. <laughs> but birds was a different story. And I 100% agree with this. <laughs> so does my wife. <laughs> so does <laughs> my husband. Well, Listen, for real, 
he mentioned ostriches and I went to Australia many, many years ago and I was like chased around by an ostrich at like this sort of like little animal preserve thing. Those things are scary. They're like as high as you are. They're as tall and they've got crazy eyes. So when he was talking yeah. about that, I was like a hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. Birds don't have facial expression. Like <laughs> with, with, with like cat, you know, cats, dogs, lions, tigers. Yeah. I mean, there's at least like a snarl or a growl right. or their yeah. ears go back or there's a warning. They, they yeah. give you signs. Birds are just like, fuck just you. Heck it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason my, why my grandma birds, not like, oh, the, yeah. not the tigers, not whatever. So. It makes sense to me. My grandma yeah. had an African gray for years and this thing hated telephones. Anytime she would answer the telephone, the thing would fly across the room and attack the phone. And because it was right next to her face, he'd sometimes get her. Yeah. But he hated the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a volatile environment. Birds are crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's a, when he said that, I was like, I hear you. I agree. But yeah, I felt mm-hmm. bad for Ezekiel. I was like, but it's good that Jerry's still there. He was yes. like, you know, kind of like trying to buck him up. Like, it's okay. It's all right. But I love that he yeah. still calls him boss. I know. Like he's, he's like, I'm he not still gives him that. He still gives him yeah. that authority, though. Yeah. He still I like that. Respect. Yes. That's what it is. It is respect. It is respect. And he I does deserve that. that. So it was sweet. But Absolutely. yeah, like that end scene, though, I was just like, man, I was like, it's on. I was like, it's on like Donkey Kong. It's going to be these two <laughs> chicks at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. I wasn't even sure if it was really happening. Like Daryl walked I away. Know, right? Yeah. And Carol kind of hung out for a minute and then she's staring. And when they when they show the wide view, you, you, you can't really see anything. And then it mm-hmm. zooms in and you see her. And I'm like, is she really there? Is she really there? Or is Carol just imagining this? Because it was almost kind of like a dream sequence in a way like when she kind of yeah. walked out there was something so like dreamy about it like the way it happens and then they kind of like lock eyes and stuff but I was like yeah I'm gonna go with that this is happening and it's gonna mm-hmm. be these two chicks at the end and like yeah, it's-, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be that and Carol's gonna be the one to take her out it's Absolutely. not gonna be the way it works in the comic it's gonna be Carol that's gonna be the it, one it has, it to, has be. to be Carol it has yeah. to be Carol yeah. absolutely yeah as soon as Alpha looked up at Carol and they locked eyes I'm like okay yeah. all right nope she's there it's really yeah. happening yeah. she kind of Alpha almost kind of came out of the woods and like I don't know she she almost reminded me of like an animal like how she was just like like feeling the sun on her face uh-huh. and like doing a little stretch thing and then all of a sudden is like oh, you're in get out of my yard you know <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> it's so nuts though because it's like basically it's like from like carol's standpoint obviously she's like you know you murdered like my son and from this chick's standpoint it's like you kidnapped my daughter you know yeah. like it's not yep. you know but that's i mean it kind of goes back to aaron's question too are we the good guys that was an interesting question that he had posed because i feel like we've always i mean oh, but this yeah. has been like a running question in this show like i mean but before any of this like i mean this question came up at the what listen the voice of god <laughs> knows this i brought yeah. up repeatedly about all the shit that went down at the satellite station oh yeah way back when i'm like okay rick we kind of crossed the line and everybody gave rick the look like you're kind of crossing the line here by you know murdering people in their sleep right (laughs) yeah that was probably the worst move we've made I mean I'd like to sit here and be like well you know we've never killed anyone maliciously or you know oh wait oh wait (laughs) (laughs) shit but we haven't oh yeah we did that (laughs) too And everybody kind of looked at Rick like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, 
mean, at the at the time, we thought that that were the only saviors. We right. thought we did think we were eliminating the only threat because we took Gregory's word. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was the mistake. Yeah, yeah. listening right. to Gregory is always a mistake. Yeah. Listening to Gregory is not. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it was interesting that Aaron kind of threw that out there. You know, mm-hmm. sort of like you know what that scene reminded me of when Aaron and um, Michonne were on that bridge. It kind of also remind. I mean, I know that she brought up like, oh, I lost Rick on a bridge. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of stopped herself and mentioned that or whatever. But it also like the way the cars were and everything, it kind of reminded me of um, when Tara and Keith were on that bridge. Oh, yeah. And they came across like those walkers and they got separated. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for Heath. Oh, absolutely. I too. This. Yeah. Like I bring up Heath relentlessly. <laughs> Anytime that they're like, well, who was in that car? I'm like, it's Heath. Who's it's in Heath. That <laughs> Who's behind that mask? It's Heath. It's going to be him and I'm going to be like, bam. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a rule, right? If we don't see them die, they're not dead. They're not there. And I feel like at the time, like Kirkman had said, it's like, no, you know, we have a bigger story involved because there was like a card that was left or whatever. Yeah. But they never like describe what it meant and stuff. So I'm like, I'm still waiting. We still might see something on that. It looked like what three P's or three, or three P's. sixes or, or D's. depending on or D's depending yeah, on which way you were holding thing. the card. Yeah. Um, Everybody's yeah, saying Heath three, will be in the movies. By the way, he, I mean I, I could see, see it. Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely, he's a big character in the comic. They're he's yelling at me. Really important character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Maggie was Lauren Cohen's confirmed for season eleven or ten. Ten. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. I heard that. Should but I? Then everybody race, was like, "No, eleven, 11. Should I race through all the the nuggets that we got? Because I did post them. But yeah, the uh, Lauren Cohen season ten. Okay, somewhere I, I, along the line. Well, I'm really glad to hear that, especially now that we've seen Dante. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it's all coming together. Uh, and uh, Princess. Yes. I, that's yeah. happening. <gasps> that is going to be oh, fun. Now I to recap, to recap a little so bit. To recap a little bit, we we had said that that we had thought that it would be better if she came on to fear because she's kind of off the page, you know, and it's kind of, you know, like the the kind of the suspension of disbelief that's required to believe a character like that. Yeah. But uh, now that she's coming to The Walking Dead, I think it might actually I think that might actually be kind of good, depending on your outlook, because The Walking Dead did have humorous moments and stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, and she's very comic booky. Yeah, she's such a comic book character that but it just the works. way the show is going uh i mean the walking dead has gotten progressively more serious as time goes on but like you know mm-hmm. having these little comic relief moments with um you know three men Luke and, a baby. and eugene <laughs> well three men and a baby um, oh that too yeah exactly yeah yeah and so and, and obviously uh juan javier uh, uh sorry uh dante you know that that's a little bit of comic relief albeit creepy yeah. but uh <laughs> still still funny though which yeah, i like i funny. love that it's so creepy like I saw a, an artist actually draw a panel of Aaron getting very awkward <laughs> with Dante <laughs> behind him, kind of giving him the side, like the yeah, twinkle eyes nice. and stuff. He's, um, he's not creepy. He he's a sketchy creeper. He's like, definitely not 2019 uh, material. <laughs> so can, I don't. I really. <laughs> this was drawn like nine years ago oh or eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah. But, yeah um, I really way, don't want. Sorry, Thomas. Wanna... Thomas saying uh, Lauren Cohen is coming in season eleven, but mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Not, Yeah, he was. Um, I really don't. I don't want to. I don't want to slaughter her name. Can Can someone pronounce Paula? the actress Paula? Is that her okay. name? Paula, La, I see Lazaro? the accent. Yeah, Lazara. I think it's Lazara. But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what the accent. Uh, it, I know. I just. I, I feel bad not being able to to say. Anyway, um, I've only ever seen her in uh, Lethal Weapon. Uh, have you, Have either of you seen her in which one? Anything the, else? The last one was it? Well, the the TV. The last season of the TV oh, show. No, Lethal no, Weapon. I haven't. She wasn't on the movies. She's gorgeous. She She really is, and I really like her as an actress. But I haven't. Yeah. I, it. I, that's why. I was wondering if you had seen her in anything else because the, the character she plays on um, Lethal Weapon, I, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so you're saying it doesn't fit Princess or does it? It doesn't. Mm. But 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 that's just a character thing. You know what I mean? I, like right. I said, I've never right. seen her in anything else. So I don't, I, I've only seen her as this character. Mm. So that's how I'm picturing her, which could be totally wrong. That's why I wanted to know if you had seen her in anything else that I could like see like a, like oh, a she... quirkier side to her acting. Well, yeah, like you said, she was in uh, Lethal Weapon, but she was also in Smilf. Smilf? The, um, it's a TV series that's on, I think it's Showtime, I want to say. Okay. Okay. I will confirm. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I would just like to see, like, because Princess's character is very quirky. Yes. She's very quirky, maybe even a little on the line of obnoxious sometimes, but just kind of very in your face and loud, and this is who <laughs> I am, and you're going to love me no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that character, and it's definitely nothing we've seen from okay. anybody else so far. Yeah. They're not going to know what to do with her when they come across her. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Have you seen these pictures floating around of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Mercer? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. I've spoken to like, my husband repeatedly about this. I'm like, that I would lose my mind. I would right? like, my mind would like be blown because he would, he would look perfect. He like, would be he would, a great Mercer. He yeah. really would. I've, I've already read the, I've already read the articles that say they they would never do it because I think he's, he's too, too too big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's like you it's it's nice to get like okay, like recognizable stars that you're like, "Oh, wow. Yeah, I know them from here. I've seen them here." Mm-hmm. But he's such like a mega celebrity that it, you know, it can potentially overshadow everything because you're just sort of like, "Oh my god, it's a rock." Right. Right. And that's who you're going to see every time you see the character. Do yeah. you know who else I thought would be good? And and this is I don't know. Oh, oh before you say similarities it, from the, 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 the art that you saw, by the way, uh, that was made by Boss Logic. If you want to follow him, he does all different kinds of fandoms. But that cool. that the edit of The Rock, uh, that's oh, that was, oh, oh, OK, that, that was okay. Boss Logic. Yeah. Awesome. Who was at New, awesome. New York Comic Con, too, by the way? Very cool. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. Did you guys watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, I did. All right. I also think the actor who plays Mac would make a good Mercer. Wow. And he's not as well known. like I don't even know his his real name so he's not quite as recognizable but he's got that like that soldier stature that that Mercer yeah. has. Uh, Henry Simmons is his name. Thank you. Yes, I yeah. knew as soon as I heard it, I would remember. I should yes. say something else though. Uh, Paula Lazaro uh, in English is like it's like Paula Lazarus. I thought that was a kind of a little cool fact. Oh, that's cool. But let me also pronounce her name. I have it on Google Translate. <laughs> is Google gonna say it for us? Yeah, hold on a second here. Oh, this is gonna oh, be so bad. Lazarus. So what? Paula, Paula La- Lazaro. Lazaro. Okay. Yeah, Paula Lazaru. Yeah, that's what the A does. Is she does. Brazilian? Yeah, she's Brazilian. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, Fair. let me do it. Let me do it again, just for posterity. I don't know why I'm holding my ear closer to the microphone. That's not gonna help. 
Lazaru. Okay. Anyway, Lazaru. 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 Yeah, I don't think it's Lazaru. It's like Lazaru. All right. Lazaru. Gotta get the. It's funny. I try getting my kids to do that, and like they they struggle a little bit. Rolling their R's. Rolling their R's. They'll get it. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted your rage. I must have. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I finished. I I just uh, I recommended Mac for Mercer. (laughs) Okay. It has to be actors that like are kind of known enough that you could be like, oh yeah, I've seen them around, but not like so huge. Right, right. Henry Simmons would be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those. Would be- no, I mean, I could, I could definitely see some other people in that position. But we're casting a, a character that has that does that's not even on the show yet. Yeah, <laughs> well, <I'm> <laughs> and may never be. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, we did the same thing with Princess for a while there, though. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and, we really did not is. think that would happen. Yeah. And here she yeah. is. Dante, the same thing. It's like, there he is. Yeah, I really had no ideas for Dante. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't think about it at all. So that's why it was such like a like a pleasant surprise because I really hadn't like it wasn't at the forefront of my mind at all. And it's kind of cool, like when you have these like characters that you like know and like the stories, and all of a sudden you see them and they're like good representations, and you're like, oh, it's definitely extra exciting. Yeah, I remember being like, how did you feel when you heard that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was cast as Negan? Um, I, to be honest, I didn't know who he was before he was cast as Negan. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I didn't really like, have an opinion. And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, really? Like, I don't know. Because it's like, obviously, like I'd read the comic. So I knew Negan mm-hmm. from the comic of like this certain kind of like persona. And, and like, you know what the, like, one of the inspirations was when he like created Negan, right? No. Like Kirkman. You remember like this, the guy, Henry Rollins, like yeah. the metal guy? Yeah. That was like partial inspiration really? for me and it I was had no idea yeah Are you listening was, to this and i remember henry <laughs> rollins from like back in the day in the 90s like you know uh-huh. so i was like oh yeah like i, I could totally see that but then yeah. it was funny because you know obviously like he got into like you know more like acting and television stuff after you know after kind of getting out of like the music scene or whatever and like henry rollins tried for the part of negan and then Stop. he didn't end up getting it and he was like how the fuck did i not get the role that i like inspired <laughs> right <laughs> this is is me how are you telling me that i can't play me wrote this role based on me <laughs> that's hilarious yeah yeah when i when i found out about jdm and i looked him up i thought oh yeah he he looks the part yeah, yeah. but i hadn't watched i hadn't watched supernatural at that point i have no. now i have now but mm-hmm. yeah at that point he was just negan to me yeah yeah yep. i didn't know him from like anything else nope because i hadn't seen watchmen either because then everybody nope. was like, because I knew people were like, oh, yeah, he was the comedian in Watchmen. And I was like, nope. oh. I've never no. seen that movie either. No. Mm-mm. But yeah. Nope. I did. Who? Wait, hold did on. You? Hold on a second. God has to interrupt for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen The Watchmen, you, I will, haven't seen the Watchmen. you will understand. Because uh, he plays a character called The Comedian. Oh. And you will understand why he he ultimately became, it took on the part of Negan based on that role. Is this like Negan before Negan? Negan before Negan. Not as, <laughs> you know, filthy. Well, actually, I don't know. Because <laughs> well, I read both. The, I, re- I, man- I managed to read the graphic novel right before I watched the movie. So it, definitely, you have yeah. to see that movie. You definitely mm, do. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like Watchmen definitely has like a big cult following because there's like a lot of people who like love Watchmen. Yeah. Cannot wait to watch the series too. Well, I will have to just I've been holding off. (laughs) The series, by the way, is a post um the post movie series. You know, what what happens now and Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So I wanted to I wanted to give extra props to the effects team this week as well. That very the the walkers that were coming out of that ship. I was gonna say freaking awesome. They were amazing. They were amazing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like the waterlogged. When they do those kind of waterlogged walkers, it's disgusting. Well, that perspective. That first one that's coming out, he has like a liquid sack on his arm, and every step he takes, you see this yeah. thing jiggling, and it's yes. just so gross. And then the one yeah. after him doesn't even have any legs; it's, no. just, it's just his bones. I'm like, yes. oh my gosh, yes. this is amazing. Yeah, they, they do a fantastic job with oh. that. Like Dragon Katara, like always outdoes himself with that stuff because it oh was my like gosh. I noticed that too. I was like, oh, these like water walkers. So we have just, water walkers in my yes. mind, potentially space walkers, which is not space happen. walkers. And those, mm-hmm. they got to smell so bad. <laughs> it was probably disgusting. Right. Yeah. Oh God. I want to get my hands on it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, but yeah, that was really cool. Your husband, Carol says, uh-huh. what do you all think of Negan picking tomatoes? He looked really awkward. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think that. I don't know. I don't think that he looked awkward. He's he's you know he's he's tending to the crops. He's he's doing his time. Damn it! <laughs> he's like he's reformed partially. I think he's just happy to be out of the cell. Yes, he's like happy just to get some yep. air. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah like I love now. the line though. Are you afraid I'm going to brain somebody with a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> And he, so said, like, and he had said, like, look, I'm content with, like, being able to, like, work the grounds and, mm-hmm. you know, have some, you know, be able to, like, help out. He said, for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sure to say, for now. For now. <laughs> right now. Sure. Until, you know. <laughs> a better opportunity presents itself. I do want to bring mm-hmm. up one more thing though. And that's remember, remember what we were saying um, during the breaks or well, kind of the breaks leading up to um, fear the walking dead and in the mid season break, I think is that we said that, or I said at least that Negan, it's hard to imagine Negan reverting back to that, his old ways kind of thing, you know, him holding Lucille again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, based on what we see now, I guess we could probably see that happening, but like, there's just something so interesting about the idea of him going back based on the fact that he made his promise to Judith. Like what change is that? Right. I think that that relationship with Judith is a big change because that relationship with Judith is a sincere one, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there's a history there. Like, I mean, remember when he like strolled into Alexandria and like he was with Carl and he went into the room and was like, Oh, like, what are you hiding in here? And it's like, Oh, look at this little angel. And he was smitten with Judith, like as Uh a baby. Like, so he's like essentially been in her life since she was a a baby you know so he does have like he does have a very soft spot for her you know and I think that he stands by his word of what he tells her so I think that it matters to him that he stands by whatever he tells her other people like maybe not but like in terms of any promises he makes her he makes to her he wants to honor those so I think that that's the, the change he has somebody that he's answering to in a sense yeah 
yeah, it's giving him accountability for his actions too. I totally, mm-hmm. totally agree. I, I also think that with everything that's going to be coming up, I think Judith might even maybe reach out and say, you know, can you help us or, or we need you or she'll somehow give him permission to release the Negan. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I mean, that might be the only way that he, you know, can do it without breaking his promise to her is if she gives him permission. Yeah. The, only, the only way I could see that happening is if he pulls kind of like a, a Eugene and that would be kind of poetic, like not obviously the same way. There's there's no guns with the whispers, but or actually, I think we saw that the whispers had guns in the teaser and for the Walking Dead season 10. Yes. Alpha at least has one. Alpha. There were a bunch with uh, AKs or, well, Uh-oh. you know, How are they still having weapons. I, I, we see the thing yeah. is, when we saw the trailers, we met, we, we noticed that both Logan's people and and, and the <laughs> uh, the whispers happened to have heavy artillery. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it would be poetic for him to um, to pull like a Eugene in a way, kind of like, you know, doing what Eugene did to the whispers. Yeah. Yeah, Not gaining their trust and favor (laughs) in the same way that Eugene was trusted by Negan, gave him purpose and stuff like that. And maybe Mm -hmm. even in the same way, he feels purpose. I don't know. Well, we see that in the comics. That's exactly what happens in the comics. That is is exactly what happens. He basically infiltrates, essentially. Yep. Mm. Yep. Starts hitting on Alpha. Yeah, Gimple pulling the long block in Tetris right there because, (laughs) you know, if they're setting up Eugene to do that and then they all for for Negan's same kind of trickery in the end, it's kind of interesting to see that come about. I don't don't think that they're, I think they're going to deviate in that area because I I don't think that Negan's going to be the one that's going to play the pivotal role in Alpha's demise. I think that that's definitely going to be more more Carol, but I could see Negan playing a pivotal role in the demise of maybe Beta eventually, like once we're like there, Um, just because Beta's death in the comic just feels sort of like random. Downplayed. Yeah, like I felt like when we got there, it was very downplayed and it was very flat and it just was anticlimactic. Like yeah. for such like a big hulking character and formidable character, it was sort of like, yeah, really? I mean, and I know like they've tried to address this like in the, in the, on the show, like when they've had characters in the comic die in ways that was just not, um, I don't know, not respective of like the Material. the level of like the, of what the character like gave to the show, like Abraham's okay. death was so like quick and random in the comics, you know, like because oh, he basically yeah. got Denise's death where it was sort of like all of a sudden Abraham's gone, you know, and he didn't get that kind of hero's chance to kind of like, you know, go down with a fight essentially, or or with a dignity. It was just sort of like random and with no, no sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, So they kind of changed that around on the show to give him that kind of hero's opportunity. Um, I could see them kind of doing the same thing to give like beta have more of like a send off when that does happen, you know, like, I could see that. Do you think that he's going to get Lucille? He's getting Lucille. Yep. He's getting Lucille. I, see I firmly I believe see that Michonne has Lucille, in my I, opinion. You're thinking something, Rachel. I think Michonne does have Lucille. Okay. I think that Negan will see Lucille. I don't know if we'll see her back in his hands, though. Mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so now that, that, that was my question. Do you think he gets Lucille? No. Ah, and Carol, you disagree. I think that they'll be reunited, but I definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. 
I could see him singing that when he gets it too. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh <my God>. Yes. <laughs> it would be in character. It would be on brand. I could see but Michonne I, I, dangling it in front of him. Yeah. I think that she for sure has it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think she has it. Lucille represents a lot more than just Negan's past or, or specifically what he did, you know, with Lucille. I mean, he holds on to this bat like it's his, like it's still his wife. I mean, he talks to the thing like it's his wife. I mean, that if he did get Lucille back, I would hope that it would be more of a symbolic thing rather than a weapon for him. Yeah. It's it's almost like a superhero who gets his, I don't know, his 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 special whatever back. And now it's like his power is like fully back to 100%, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Walani and Nisa are like saying, uh, in arguing whether that, whether Lucille is going to be used to put down Beta, and, mm. you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was going to say about, about Beta's demise. Well, first of all, I don't even want to see Beta. Kill. I was going to say, in my approach the topic we all we all know i have to say we all know i want beta to turn our way and join our group and be a good guy and take off his mask so we can see all that beautiful hair i don't know about that you don't want to see him take his mask off (laughs) i kind of want to see well well, there's a little bit of that going on but because we know what he looks Uh, like but i do want to take the mask off (laughs) 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 but i do think that like it would be more fitting for Beta to go, like ride off into the sunset rather than Negan, right? If you think about how that happens or how that goes down, like I almost want Beta to kill Alpha in a weird way. But Ooh, in order to do that, I, the only way I could see him doing that is if he absconds with his religion, which he seems more adamant about than Alpha at most times. Yes. Like, you know, the religion of the yeah. whisperers. Because you know? he is more of a believer in the philosophy and Alpha is just evil, basically, you know? But he... Yeah. I mean, we saw it even with like with the Whisperer last season who was hurt and, and was going to die. He kind of was like, no, you're you're always going to be one of us because you're going to walk with us or whatever. Like, is this mm-hmm. whole sort of philosophy and mindset and approach to like this new way of living? So I think he really kind of believes in it and buys into it. And I think Alf is just, you know. Crazy leader. Flexing ox. Yeah. Yeah. I've done. She, she, she wears, uh, she wears white on Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> you know, she, she's kind of sneaky. I've definitely, the, the theory of Alpha killing Beta has definitely entered my head more than a few times, especially just that one scene where Alpha's telling everybody that Lydia's gone and that's all she says. And he was, and he has that reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I could see him. Right. Yeah. I pointed that out too when it, when it, when mm-hmm. we were covering mm-hmm. it too. It was like, like, oh, you didn't see that look? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a oh, look. Oh, yeah. There was a look. Yeah. Watch yeah. that. Even again. under the mask, you could see the look. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. You saw, you saw the eyes look down oh, yeah. at, at Alpha at the moment. Mm-hmm. It was like, hmm. yeah. Like, what is okay. gone? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. What does gone mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. What does gone mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, all right, so uh, I'll let you guys uh, do the sign off. Gosh, well, I'm really (laughs) excited for the start of like season 10. I mean, if this is like first episode, we're like basically hitting almost all like the highlights from the trailer, then that's a pretty convincing and solid sign for what's to come, you know? So I think it started Mm -hmm. off strong. So I'm excited to see what's coming. It's only get, it's only going to get better from here. I've been hearing from from everybody that two and three are going to be pretty cool between getting like a origin story flashback again to Alpha's mm. rise. Oh, okay, you okay, know? and okay, yeah. okay, I like that. And and the still shots, by the way, and, and shout out to um, 
uh, the Dead Connection, by the way, who, uh, yeah, I can't say more than that, but who posted some really, really cool stills from behind the scenes that nobody else has. So I think if you go to the deadconnection.com or deadconnection.com, you'll see that in the latest post. It's really great. I'll even link to it in the description once I do the blog post. Awesome. Incredible stuff. Thanks for being here. I hope I see um, everybody in Atlanta and Camp Merrimack. And the voice of God says, have a good evening, folks. Good night. Good night.